Okay, welcome to another episode of Honest to a Malt with myself, Duncan, and Tupids, Mike. Mike, what's the episode title today, my friend? So we're on episode 26, and today's episode is called Bolly, Robot Toilets, and Cutty nice. Sark. Yeah. Yeah. Big night out. Big night out. And I think we should probably review who's called Tupids, judging by the press photos. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey. <laughs> Hey, that's, that was actually about you doing two tastings at once. <laughs> I know yeah. that, but people they listening don't know. Don't know. They just think yeah. I'm a fat. I was. <laughs> I I um I actually went for a run this morning um and last night uh and um I'll probably go again tomorrow because uh, yeah the photos weren't kind so. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I won't be going for a run because uh, I'm still just about able to sit down. I went to a physio yeah. yesterday and uh, I said, do you think I'll, uh, when do you reckon I'll get running again after this? He went, are you any good at swimming? <laughs> <laughs> I, and I but, went, no, I'm not. He went, get, get better. better. Maybe give it, <laughs> I was like, oh, maybe right, give it okay. a go. Maybe just give it a try. Yeah, no, I think I'm to taking give you, advice. Give you like My a DVD of the little mermaid or something to take away with you. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and I'd just do backstroke yeah. if I were you. I was like, oh, oh my day. god! Like how how long a backstroke do you need to do? F- like to burn off five hundred a thousand calories? Like a day. You're gonna be there like, like a, day. a day. Just a day in the swimming pool. <laughs> I hate back. I hate backstroke because uh, you don't really know where you you feel like you don't know you know that you're going in that direction. You have to check every now and then. Where's the side? What's going on? Yeah, you're just gonna. F- you're just going to hit people when you... Oh, <laughs> so yeah, you need to sorry. get a swimming that's, that's my you injury need to get a swimming pool just for yourself so yeah. you can do backstroke for like a day to burn 500 calories. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful life. Money well spent, <laughs> I reckon. Lara will so be let's talk happy. about that picture then. When we were... So um, uh, in that picture, when we were on the, on the boat, we'll get into it in a bit, but honestly, it looked like someone sprayed that jacket onto me. I, I need to get some bigger clothes <laughs> or, or lose my weight. Yeah, also... I spent probably half an hour ironing yeah. my shirt to make sure it was perfectly creased. I've got a thing mm. about ironing anyway. I'm like, I'm quite a good ironer. And then within you. four minutes of being out of the uh, hotel on a boat, I looked, I saw a picture of myself and went, I look like I've been dragged through oh, God, backwards. <laughs> <laughs> you looked, you looked, you looked like, it. you look like some um, sort of a girl for a day at the races and, and, uh, had, and I yes. looked like, like a washed up game show host. <laughs> we weren't a great yeah. combo, were we? Yeah. No, not the oh, best. Oh, dearie me. Not That's why we do the podcast and not uh, anything else, right? You're not supposed to see our yes. faces, so. Oh, well, it is what it is. <laughs> right, Mike, what's been in your glass this week? What's been up your ass? What's been in my glass? Um, I was lucky enough to take part in another tweet tasting from Mr. Uh, Steve Rush, a.k.a. the Whiskey yeah, Wire. And... Uh, we got into the turntable spirits, which is um, a, a a new blend. Um, very funky packaging, trying to sort yeah. of uh, take on some of the the old stalwarts. Packaging is great. Yeah, we did. Yeah, really good. A massive samples as well. So thank you, turntable. We uh, everyone involved. I'm sure we'll uh, go back to those a little bit more. But they had three drams. One was par- called Paradise Funk. One was Bittersweet Symphony. Yeah, like it. Um, and the last one was Smoking right. Riff. Um, Smoking Riff was clearly like hands down my favourite by far. Um, just a really decent dram. And they kind of, they've gone a bit um, compass boxy because they've actually released 
the composition of yeah, yeah. the blend, which not a lot of people are doing. So it was 28% North British Virgin Oak, 24% Kregeliki X. Kregeliki. Oh, I'm going to mess this up. Is it X Punchian? Punchian. Punchian. Massive barrel, I think. Uh, 21% Nokvu, uh, 18% Kalila, and then 9% Kalila X Red Wine, if I can get right. my words out. Um, just really good, like loads of like smoked bacon, lime, a little bit like cordite, sort of smoke mm-hmm. on the nose. And weirdly, it smelt like the white bit of a cream egg. Like I've never, it was 100% really? bang wow. on. Uh, yeah, bizarre. Um, so got into that one and then tastes all kind of similar, but like loads going on with it. Really good dram, that smoking riff. So I would happily get a bottle of that. I th- I, I'll check the price, but I think it was reasonable as well. Go on, what's, Don't know what, what it is off like, the 50 bat. quid, 60 quid? 65 quid i think so i think it was in that ballpark it was decent um let me we can smoke this out. okay cool yeah and that's the best one was it of Have the three for, for, for me i i really got on with that one it was like i like pizza whiskey as you know anyway but it sort of had just a few different mm. elements that made it sort of just a bit mm. okay and maybe it might be in the red wine cask because as you know red wine pervert over people, here um just sort of elevated mentioning the um the uh, the purple haze one before I think and I haven't tried any of them yet so but my interest is being piqued because it, it's kind of cool but I think blends are getting um, trendy again I mean I drink blending malt I don't know I've always got I've always yeah. got a couple of bottles of blending malt and some some blends in the cupboard but it's a good idea to have like the kind of transparency around it isn't it and the, the marketing's exactly. really good if, if you know what it is this is where you can like teach people what makes that different from yeah. other blends and stuff and how it's component parts. Then if you really like something you got, like for that one, you've got mm. five blend or five different components. You then can go and source yourself and see which one it is that you're liking and differentiate it and try and bring it out. You can always buy one and then get <laughs> buy another five. Yeah, so that's what's been your glass. And um, what's been, uh, what's been <laughs> up your ass then this week? What's been annoying you? What's been up my go ass? Um, so this is episode 26. Mm-hmm. Um, it should have been episode 27. Oh, what happened, Mike? So what happened was we probably had our most famous guest All to right. date. Um, Tell me about and it. And so what we did, we pressed record on Zoom, um, which we always do as a backup. Uh, and then we do our little preamble. We have a little chat about the mm. episode, how we're going to structure it, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, my computer just crashed. So fine, restarted, went in, press record, carried on, guest came in, did the whole pod, showed recording in the top mm, left-hand right, corner. We had a right laugh, didn't we? Done. Mm. Yeah, we had really, probably the best episode we've ever produced. Would have been yeah. award-winning. Could have elevated us to maybe even BBC I mean, Radio, just based on that one We don't do patrons, but if we did a Patreon, it, it pod's so exclusive that no one will ever listen to it. <laughs> oh, yeah, so yeah, it's annoying because it was showing us recording, job, job. and then... Yeah. Yeah, pressed uh, end as I usually do, and then you get this massive zoom converting thing. So we, I leave my laptop. Are we going to say who it was? Are we allowed to say that? Or yeah, okay, I think so. It, so I think he might come on again. Come on okay, again. so we uh, recorded. Um, we had a great time recording a podcast that may <laughs> never air with Paul Hawksby from um, from Talksport. Talksport, also one of the uh, the main writers on Harry Hill. Um, and um, all we can say is we enjoyed it. <laughs> That's it, right? Yeah. <laughs> We, it was like samples, chatting really to him. chat with him and uh yeah yeah we had so many good stories yeah. out of him his history things he's worked on like 
yeah, I'm trying to recover it with Zoom at the moment, so that might still come to light. So yeah, I've got that's hope. We'll have to do something but, in January with um, them or something. Yeah, I th- I've sort of said, like I said, after Christmas, we'll see if we can get another one going. Um, and we'll try and be a bit more professional about it this time. It's annoying because, like, I might just upgrade his equipment as right. well. <laughs> just so just, he can record yeah. at his end because the backups failed as well. It's just like, ah, yeah. oh, God, everything that could go wrong did go wrong. So that's been up my ass, as well as a massive Wi Fi mm. failure when we tried to record this last night. So technology can do yeah. one um, at the moment. That's me. How about you? What's been in your glass? Uh, well, I've just had a couple of bits and pieces, really, not much. I haven't really drunk much, anything since Tuesday. We're now on Saturday. I think before that, well, we did have that lovely night with Paul that you just discussed. And on that night, we drank mm. a fine selection. Uh, but I can't say what, yeah. what we had in case it ever airs. I mean, you probably can. It doesn't matter. I don't think there's any surprises. Oh, yeah, now. that's true. So, well, well, we had, um, um, we tried the MacMira, um, the the. So- yeah, we had the. We started with the yeah, Collingwood. The, was, was that the maple cask? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Canadian blended whiskey, forty percent, mm. finished in maple cask. We um, just went through them quickly. Eh? Yeah. So we had that one. We had. Uh, we tried the Santis. Santis. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's the uh, one. I think it's a sherry cask. That's kind of got meaty and earthy, but sweet too. A little Swiss whiskey. Uh, tried the Bunnerhaven uh, two twenty twenty two. Yeah, yeah which I hadn't actually tried. I only tried the twenty twenty one. Very good. I mean, I think. I, I, very. I wish I'd done it side by side against the 2021 to see what I preferred. I feel like... I've still got lots left. Yeah, I feel like the 2021 was better than the 2022 when it got down to the lights. Oh, because that's the one No, when it got down to the, to the, to the <laughs> last third of the bottle, right, or the, or the ends of the bottle. Well, that's because you finished it in one <laughs> yeah. go, as per instructions of Michael Henry. <laughs> that's a while ago now. Um, I've still been kind of bottle-killing stuff before that. Um, and we finished on the Mac Mirror, um, that, that private cast, didn't we? The... <laughs> Mac Mira insane smoke. Yeah, extra smoke. What they should have called which, that. Yeah. <laughs> I was lucky enough that because I'd sent you guys sort of um, samples and had a couple of pours of it, a bit of oxygen got in the bowl. But before that, it just smelled like someone had um, chucked a grenade in a petrol station. It, yeah. It, yeah. It was. Don't get me wrong. I liked it. Like, I, the, the smokier, mm. the better. Like, I'm like, challenge me. But my word. That was literally like head in the bonfire it's pretty in intense, the morning, isn't it? just chewing coals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, I think um, like it Paul, Paul joke, uh, not one to give to uh, to people on the, their first their first peated whiskey ever. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you'll like yeah. this peated whiskey. Have a little have a little nosh on that. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's <laughs> not for you. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. No, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, it was. It's yeah. a mad drum. I but I really enjoyed okay, that. Cool. Good, We're going to talk uh, about the. How about what's been up your ass? Anything good? Anything uh, bad? Where are you? Well, no, mostly positive. I had loads of fun on Tuesday. Had fun on Monday recording that um, pod that may ever air, may never air with uh, with Paul Stop Hawksby. winding me up. <laughs> Stop winding um, me up. I had a really good week, to be fair. So, yeah, I, I don't think anything else. I just need to get on the exercise before Christmas. It's like I said in the um, Cal Horrific episode. Things are just sort of running away from me a bit. And, um, you know, uh, when you go to uh, try on all your smart clothes and realise they're all a little bit too tight, oh, it's so frustrating. And then you're like, do you buy new clothes and just accept the fact that you're getting bigger? Or do you try yes. and correct it and lose some weight? And I'm always on the second side, but I just haven't managed to sort of turn the, uh, turn the tide on that. So that's probably been the thing that's been annoying me most. I've, I've got like sections in my cupboard of like fat me, skinny right. me. So I've always got whatever 
size I'm in because I am sort of like quite inflatable either way. You quite can't quickly. have I do something for game. everything though. Like, but anyway, that, that's the thing that's no, been most annoying me. But my like my blazers go from 48 down to 42 right. in my cupboards, so I've got like enough there yeah. to cover me. Probably should have gone with a bigger but one. That's very organised. <laughs> yeah, I just I just yeah. I just find buying clothes just just sucks all the energy away from me. I like every six months or every year, I'll just buy a bunch of clothes at once and that's it. I'm done. Yeah, for ages. When I was younger and trendy, I used to go out to shops and boutique shops and sit on the sofa and have a coffee and pick out jeans and do this. And now I'm just like, nope. In fact, actually, the absolute winner is if I give some instructions to the to the missus when she goes to like um, uh, TK Maxx and then she comes back with stuff. I just try and go, yeah, keep this, keep this. That one, no, that's a no. Take that back. Ah, oh, yeah. Bliss. Um, to be fair, I am like unbranded as hell right. on clothes. I will get, I'll go to, you know, like t-shirt printing right. shops. I'll find their yeah. supplier and get like the Gildan t-shirts just, say, just by can, 10 can you print, for like can you two, print two puts. <laughs> Hashtag two puts on the front of it for me. Yeah. They're like, what's this? What's this two puts? You're like, oh, it's like my personal brand. Right. It's how I roll. Yeah. <laughs> right, we should get into talking about, um, we, we both had imposter syndrome a bit. We were kindly invited out to go to this Cutty Sark event, the sort of 100-year celebration. The centenary. Yeah, um, from the, the French owning company, and I think kindly also through... La Martinique. Um, Ian Allen. Ian Allen, And also yeah. the, the lovely marketing manager, was it uh, Lily? I think. Uh, Laurie, yeah, Laurie, Laurie, I say. That's right, correct. I mean, Laurie. your pronunciation was far better than mine. We with this Renault Clio, you're yeah, really so spoiling we were, us. We were invited out to that. Um, and so uh, we both had imposter syndrome a bit. But, I mean, obviously we were delighted to be invited. So thank you very much. Mm. And we had a lot of fun. So we're going re- to recount mega. that and also talk about Cutty Sark the Whiskey because, well, I'm a fan. I was already mm-hmm. uh, a bit. Because you'd sent me some samples. I've yeah. tried it in the past. Oh, and it's sort of, it's given I said me a this new to you focus on the day. I said, and realised just that there's some really good value, cheap, cheap. I mean, cheap is a nasty word, but really good value, affordable. Value. Affordable. Yeah, affordable, there's nothing wrong right? with that. Yeah. yeah. And then um, I didn't really know much about the sort of history of it, other than that, in fact, it's been around for obviously a long time. So then we got looking into, we were chatting to uh, Delorey and we got looking into some of the history and it's pretty cool. So, Yeah. Mate, I said at the time, I was so glad that I sent you that blind sample of the yeah. Prohibition bottle and you picked it above the Glencoin well, teapot luck, drum. <laughs> it's pure luck. Imagine you said, uh, it's oh, horrendous. God, what is that? It's absolutely that's horrendous. You'd be like, no. <laughs> no, but it made, it made for a fun story, right, on the, uh, on the night. Yeah. So um, the, uh, this was one, a 100-year celebration, um, which we'd invited along to. And as we said, we turned up um, as smart as we could, um, uh, Mike in a shirt that was uh, looked unironed, and me in a jacket that seemingly was far too small for me. <laughs> and um, uh, we were uh, staying in the uh, hotel in central London, and the uh, the la- Lalit, the Lalit? The Lalit, Lalit, yeah, it's in the Canadian oh. hotel, beautiful, one of the hotels of the world, right? So well, they pulled yeah. out, they'd pulled out all the stops on this thing, hadn't they? I mean, this is a real, yeah, huge event. We are some people that go to this kind of stuff regularly is this usual? And they were like, no, 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 this is, this is very big. <laughs> this is massive. Yes. And I mean, um, yeah. so you, we got, I, my mind was blown from right. the off. So we got to this hotel, um, again, as per usual, my admin is on point. So I was there earlier than Duncan settling in, yeah. da, 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 da. 
got showered. No, sorry, before I got showered, walked into the bathroom and I was like, oh my God, they've got robot <laughs> toilets. So I immediately just like sent a WhatsApp to Duncan, mate, they've got robot toilets. And I was sitting there excited Wait looking at the phone. He read it, no <laughs> reply. And I'm like, fine. Left it 10 minutes, 15 minutes. And I was like, did you see my message? They've got robot <laughs> toilets. And he's like, yeah, you know, I've traveled to South Korea. I'm like, oh, I'm reckon. Ah, oi, language. I was like, oh my God. Like uh, I was mind oh, so blown. In a way, so, yeah. what's been up your ass this week was probably a lovely trickle of warm water. It was, yeah. Because yeah. it was like, I had such a nice, I, I'll spare you the details exactly, but I wasted probably... 25 half an hour experience in that and i was mm. like i don't trust that this has done the job it's claiming right. to do so i did a, a safety and checked clean clean as a whistle it is the way forward i want one in my house they are amazing yeah. so but all that time wasted i went to get dressed it and was went, funny that was your favorite thing i mean i didn't bring any socks with me oh. so i had to run down to a shop well waddle with my back down to a shop and pick up some mustard coloured socks and then get yeah. back so it was all a bit stressed last minute as usual yeah. for me well um, but, yeah uh, that wasn't my favourite thing no about obviously the whole but just, I was just saying know, like it was lovely the hotel. to see how excited you were so then they'd organised a, a boat <laughs> tour which I guess I hadn't really paid attention so we we go and get on the boat tour and we're like we know we're going to cut to the Cutty Sark which is just you know a, mega yeah, beautiful uh, such a stunning location and such an iconic um, piece of history, right? Mm. And so we're both on this boat together and we, um, they gave you like a, um, was it a mint julep thing? It, uh, it's, it had pineapple it was a, in it. It was a mint julep. Pineapple, with, in, I think. Um, obviously, yeah. cut sock. It was very tasty. But, and the yeah. really like really oversized was. kind of like tin, bright yellow uh, yes. cut sock um, cups. Tum yeah, well, like mug, really, <laughs> mug. like a tin mug. So we're drinking that. <laughs> And like we're going along, we're thinking, oh, this is actually there's quite a long time until until we're supposed to get there. And then we realise we're actually on a tour yeah. of London, going along the Thames, <laughs> going along, just picking up various people. And we planted ourselves at the yeah. back of this boat, right next to these two giant because it's on one of those Uber um, Uber boats, massive engine, huge, huge, huge we're, we're back there and loud <laughs> we were sort of trapped at the back just like right by the engine like unable to go and get more drinks to top up um yeah yeah for like what, good, an hour and 20 minutes like, or something yeah oh look at it negative negative no, don't no, it was great. again it, it, yeah, was it was only when yeah, we good. realized we needed to be going very east friendly. and we're heading west and then we sort of went past and saw big ben oh we and need to do a shout out to like, the uh, uh to the whiskey boys blog and uh, jim and nicola don't we yes we do they were like they eased us into uh whiskey events yeah i would say um highbrow whiskey mm. events yeah big time they um who was it nicola and uh, big andy and jim jim is it andy yeah, jim. cancel that nicola and big jim, jim but you've renamed into andy <laughs> yeah so nicola and andy is <laughs> uh, yeah loads jim. of people in kilts yeah. loads of people dressed up so everyone was dressed up immaculately there was um, they, were, they had a theme of like yellow going on. So everyone said little yellow flourishes, except me. I couldn't find anything. What, um, what yellow did you have? Well, I did. I had a pin badge that they handed me. That was yellow. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so um, so then we uh, the boat gets to to where we're going to go to, which is to the Cutty Sark. Get off. Obviously, the lighting's starting to go down, so it's all lit up. First thing that happens is as we're walking off the off the boat to get into the thing, 
there's only a Nando's there. We're both absolutely famished. And honestly, that must be the Nando's with one of the best views in the UK. And it took every piece of willpower to not just pop in and get a quick Nando's. (laughs) Like a (laughs) pre-dinner. Cheeky Nando's Nando's, like a pre-dinner dinner. dinner. Oh, I would have loved that. So uh, we go in and then they've uh, organised cocktails, haven't they? Using the Cutty Sark whiskeys. Yeah, uh, really good. Did you, so you wrote them down, the cocktail you? menus, I managed to grab mm. a picture of that. And yeah, they were strong, to Ooh, say the least. That one with shortbread uh, was uh, on the teacup. Yeah, so we had the Manhattan, right. uh, which was the Cutty Sark Prohibition, Oolong Tea Vermouth, bitters, and then mm. a shortbread biscuit on the side. It was Mega. quite strong, wasn't it? I was really loving the biscuit yeah, as well. Quite strong. Yeah, that got my yeah. attention. Came with um, almost like, almost like a but... half a pack of shortbread. <laughs> just in case, yeah. just in case you weren't worried about the calories in. I mean, I ate the shortbread. Just to be clear, you can't not eat shortbread. Mm. But just in case you weren't aware no. about the calories enough, they were just giving out like sort of sticks of like three hundred calorie shortbread with this cocktail. Yeah. Oh my days. I like the attitude change on us as well because we were like, look, when there was glasses of what might have been Prosecco or something or oh, yeah. champagne. We no, went, no, 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 no. stick to yeah, whiskey, stick to whiskey. whiskey, we'll have a cocktail. And then um, one of the, the waitresses came we past it and was... uh, just saw a massive bottle of Bollinger in her hand. She was like, do you want a top up? I went, can yeah. you get me a glass? <laughs> <laughs> so Duncan sent her off to get glasses. We had like Bolly and then, yeah, we destroyed a when lot we of Bolly before we even sat we down at when we sat down at the wrong table, which was all Duncan's <laughs> fault. Wait, there's been a consistent theme this week of you getting stuff wrong. We managed to lose the recording. You managed to mess up. We couldn't record last night. And you, and you sat us at the wrong table. <laughs> it doesn't matter, does it? Then we moved. So I think the thing is, because we uh, kind of went there with this like, kind of like imposter syndrome, which I think took a while to shake off, i.e. probably about six drinks. Yeah. Um, we just figured we'd be sat on like the outside on the peripheral, but it actually transpired. Yeah. We were like on a central table, really close to the stage. Yeah. So again, thank you to to whoever put us there. Uh, with um, yeah, like uh, Neil Ridley, uh, James, the managing director of like Whiskey Magazine or something. Um, I say AD. Yeah, you know AD from the Three Drinkers, and well, on yeah, his own of now. Of course, Laurie, there, um, the, pretty the, much. Uh, the marketing manager or director. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There's a bunch of other people in there as well. Very nice. Lovely table. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. Good central spot. We got to see the bands. We got to see the speeches. Oh, they did a sea Um, shanty, didn't they? They did a sea shanty. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We should... uh, that's not a bad idea, Duncan. Once was a man he dipped in sea. The name of the man was David Riley. His shirt came off, his shorts came down. It's cold, he said, it's cold. Huh. Soon he had to leave the humber to drink out his sack from a tumble one day. When the bottle is done, he'll probably buy one more. Let's get on to talking about the whiskey then. So, oh, but yeah. the glassware was on point. So we're sat on a table with the cutty sark above us like mm. the the would you call it the yeah the tea, the tea clipper. clipper yeah would you call the the the, the underside of the bow the rudder no not the rudder the bow maybe bow, bow. no port bow, I don't know. bow the, maybe i don't know the, the underneath the, the, the underside of the boat was above everybody it runs throughout the whole room it's an absolutely stunning location if you ever get i've walked past it a few times and i regret now the fact that i've never actually gone in Obviously, now I have yeah. been in to see it because you can look at it from the outside. I'm like, one well, looking at it from the outside. That's mm. job done, right? <laughs> but actually sitting in there and being underneath it is an incredible venue. So, And there's so much um, heritage tied up in it. 
But we should talk about the glassware. I was in- blown away by the quality of the glassware at that event. It, I mean, the money just in the glassware. <laughs> I don't know where they got it from, but it was like yeah. oh, five stuff. I wonder how much they lost because you, no, you took about 20 no, no, glasses in your bag, not. didn't you? Nah, Come on, joking. easy now. <laughs> easy now. Just to be clear. It was no, lovely. It was like gold No glassware left. Oh. Um, no. No. Other, other yeah. than your cup. Other than the cup that was, you know, handed to you on the way out. So mm-hmm. the glassware was like top, top, top end. And there's little details like that, the table layouts, everything. It was really on point. The band was great. The lighting was great. You're under the cutty sark. So I hope we're setting the scene. This was a really incredible event. They had Fancy. a marketing video to launch um, to, sort, to sort of repush. I think there's a focus around sort of repushing the cutty sark, uh, cutty sark whiskey as a brand, right? Does, yeah. And I was looking online. Well, it's like they said, to, for a blend and a brand to have lasted 100 yeah. years. But it was, a, it was originally created by BBR, right? Barry Burroughs and Rudd. And then I think it got sold yeah. on a couple of times and it's ended up in the ownership that it is. And yeah. there's kind of like a thinking that maybe it's more drunk by kind of older drinkers now. So I think they need to find like a younger audience for it, which they should really be able to do. Um, it's got yeah. kind of this yellow, funky brand. And so... We were having dinner, and this is actually what happened to us. <laughs> we're having dinner, and I like what mm, we've had some champagne, we've had a couple of cocktails, and I, I kind of try the white wine. I'm thinking, oh, I don't know. And they've got a bottle of curry sark in the middle of the table. And this is the honest truth. I, I actually decided I'd rather just drink curry sark, just I'd rather drink mm-hmm. curry sark, the whiskey, than yeah. the wine. Now I'm not saying there's anything wrong with the wine, but I think it was just the vibe I was in. So during dinner, yeah. with all three courses, I drunk Cutty Sark whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. And we were, to be fair, we, I think we were the second table. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. uh, I glanced over at Ian Allen's table and um, uh, whiskey boutique discovery. Boutique there as well. Dave. <laughs> boutique Dave. Not boutique, but not boutique Dave. Yeah, whiskey discovery off, yeah. the But um, I think by the time we decided to open ours... They had pretty much already finished off their bottle and had just gone running around to grab more off other tables <laughs> where people were being more yeah. conservative. But we should we say we should talk um, about the um, so yeah. yeah. The reason I'm going to talk about this is because it is a really easy sipper. I mean, it just is mm-hmm. an easy sipper. It's a really pleasant uh, whiskey. So yeah, you know the the cutting salt blend itself. Um, I think they say it's like fresh and enticing with fruity and floral notes. I think that's pretty much bang on, right? Right, you use yeah. the word smooth. It is really smooth. I think you could throw it up again. What's it like twenty one, twenty two yeah. quid, something like that? And the prohibition's yeah. about twenty eight. Well, I asked you. I did send a message to your dad, and nice. he said it's he nice. Said, nice. <laughs> I think he would love this. Actually, you know, we're always trying to find whiskey for the dads, uh, which isn't too mm-hmm. fancy, which is a good price point for them. And I think I'm going to get them a bottle of Kaisark each because the 50, the prohibition one, yeah. I love it, but fifty percent is probably a bit strong for them, right? In yeah. truth. They don't like it to be too mm-hmm. strong because they're more likely to have it after a couple of beers, right? Or, you know, yeah. uh, from Maria's dad during the day. Like it gives them a goal to mm. work to, do you know? Get, they can build up to the, uh, to the prohibition but, you strength. Know, you're getting, it's basically like a kind of smooth, you know, like easy sipping, uh, balanced whiskey. And again, vanilla, citrus notes in it. And it's kind of bright, you know, it, it has a kind of like a mm-hmm. vibrancy to it. You just can't go wrong with it. And honestly, it was much, I much preferred sipping that than I'm not, yeah. no offense to anyone who ever picked the wine, no offense to whoever picked the wine. But for me on the evening, I preferred to sip the whiskey during dinner, eat with everything, basically with 
it went really well as a Holy dinner free. drink. Yeah. Weirdly, like well, I don't really know if that was just the well. vibe we were in, or if that was like a nailed-on thing, right? Like, I'm uh, not sure. I embarrassed myself as well, but I don't think anyone clocked it. So I did my Glencairn swirl right. with the whiskey, but it was obviously in a wine glass we were yeah. drinking this out of, and the first swirl just went oh, all over me. <laughs> yeah, that was the main thing. Is and quickly like topped it up, looked around, no one saw. I think because like, they weren't expecting people to drink whiskey at the table, <laughs> they only had wine glasses, so we're all sitting there drinking whiskey out of these wine glasses. But yeah. It's no issue, is it? Doesn't it? <laughs> you know, so I've got one point. I've got like a small bit of white wine, a small bit of red wine, which I've kind of like sacked off, and then just like as yeah. more whiskey in the glass than the other ones. So you know, <laughs> you know, where, you know where it went wrong. So I like the Kaisar sort of standard range whiskey. Prohibition. You sent to me blind. Yeah. I tried that the other week. I picked that over Glen Goyne Teapot Dram, didn't I? Slightly behind some yeah. 70s famous grouse, but it was blind. So that's the truth. Mm -hmm. And yeah. then they also launched a special whiskey on the night, didn't they? Which was. So, yeah, it was to mark the, obviously, 100 to mark the 100 years. year centenary. Mm. Um, and it was uh, finished, it was an Oloroso cask finished in port. That was it. Um, obviously, nautical it theme. Like 20 years or something like that um, in casks overall. It was, yeah, it was aged well. I, I don't know what the ABV is, how available it's going to be. Probably not that available. It's very available guess. on a night, Mike, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> it was, yeah, strictly one Watching per a, person. Watching some saxophone player coming through another the browns and there's just went, loads yeah. of glasses of this. Uh, it, was, it was still a blend though, wasn't it? Uh, I thought it was single cask. Oh, well, again. I think it had to be a blend. So I think it, but I think that the whiskey that they'd used, he, they'd taken it and they'd put it into these port casks to finish. So, yeah, it, I think it was still a blend, I'm, but we'll have I'm to get that look, confirmed. Right, but I might, because at this point we're a little blurry in the evening. But my take on it from I think remembering the master <laughs> blender's speech was that he'd taken whiskey, uh, they'd taken that whiskey out, and then they'd use those port casks to finish off this whiskey in some way. And I think it had like five year finish or something in port, maybe. I can't remember the finishing. I'm, I'm, I'm sure we'll have it on a compressed release. It was probably a blend that was in-housed into a few Oloroso casks for, I think, like 15 years or something and then put into port. But anyway, it was, um, it was a very bold, powerful whiskey. Yeah. Lord, yeah. That was like probably on the night, maybe a bit much. I didn't think so for <laughs> me, but I mean, you know, for lesser... For lesser... It would have been nice to sort of just sit down and oh, chill yeah, with it. Oh, yeah, but it was like pumping saxophone music going on. Right, so 23-year-old, it's a blend of, uh, it is yep. a blend, and there's 1,435 bottles. Right. It's so definitely you, finished in port costs, that much I know for sure, right? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, it was very yeah. bold, very powerful, um, but I think it was that stage in the evening where we couldn't really do tasting those, so I just remembered it as being a very... Um, Full. Rich. Rich. Absolutely strong. rich. It was, that was it's the, the kind of word that a, polit like, a politician would call it robust. <laughs> Let's say it was robust, robust, right? We need robust action immediately exactly. and everyone needs to drink. So something else that was mentioned to us on the uh, evening by Laurie um, uh, was how many films or movies, if you're American, um, the Cutty Sark has been in. And so she mentioned a few and mm. I went online and had a look. Um, and it turns out that I think Scorsese was quite a big fan of Cutty Sark. Because it featured nice. in Raging Bull, Goodfellas, and Taxi Driver. 
Is in taxi I'm pretty driver. sure they're all Scorsese films. If I'm wrong there, someone's going to... But I'm, I'm pretty sure they're all Scorsese films. Anyway, so um, in Goodfellas, I think uh, Joe Pesci, uh, Joey, asks for... He asked for a cutty and water, and that was popular during the Prohibition period. So they were, they were getting this whiskey over from London, and there was a person that was actually organising and distributing it to the sort of mobsters, and it was like their, their yeah. drink of choice. So it had a real... It was really yeah. um, strong in mobster culture. So it must come between the crossover between sort of Sc- Scorsese and the mobster culture, because, yeah. you know, things were really intertwined in Hollywood, weren't they, um, uh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, a, a long time ago, when the world was cool, right? <laughs> Yeah, a long time ago. Yeah, quite a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. we're talking like sixties. I'm sure. I'm sure there's no mob influence yeah. in the. Uh, in Hollywood so anyway, um, he cared about it so much that in Raging Bull. By the way, um, it made me rewatch the start of Raging Bull. You know, like he's just like jumping around in the r- ring, and it's like uh, classical music playing. And I think I've seen that film like three times, and I just made a little note to myself: I have to watch that film again. It's incredible. But he. Um, he was at a very particular point in his career, Scorsese, and basically he said he was going to tell them to take his name off the credits or something like that or, or disassociate himself with the film in some way because there was a, a point in the film where something was obscuring being able to see Cutty's arc. Yeah. No way. So he obviously really cared about the drink or someone did that he cared about. Or he'd had a, a significant amount of deliveries to make sure that was in <laughs> shot. Maybe, yeah. Maybe it was more about the, the, uh, the cinematography. Yeah. But it obviously was iconic <laughs> at one point, right? So uh, I couldn't mm. find the bit in, that it was in Taxi Driver, but we're asking anyone that's listening, if you know the point when it's in Taxi Driver, let us know. I'm going to watch Taxi Driver again. I'm probably going to watch all three films again, because why not? They're all great. They're all great films. You're so committed to this. I love it. It's also been in a film called Green Bank or something. I've never even heard of that film, but um, uh, it's in that one. Um, it's in the series Mad Men, which I can confirm because I've watched all of the series of Mad Men and they, they have loads of whiskey in that. They've got like Cutty Sark, loads of that. What's the Canadian one? Um, they're always banging on about. Canadian Club, Canadian Club. Like, there's, they have, Canadian Club. Oh, they have CC. Lo- they CC have loads of like famous blends um, in, in that yeah. as well as to be fair, vodka and gin brands too. <laughs> it's also apparently in an episode of Sex and the City. <laughs> According to... Ah, uh, go yeah. down a little bit. Oh, and so <laughs> yeah. I wondered, there was this classic time when Cutty Sark was featuring some of the most iconic films made. And I wondered if it's been in anything iconic recently. Because I guess in the last few years, kind of like the biggest films would probably feature stuff like McCallum. Yeah. They'll all be single malt. Exactly. And, like that, and, it, and it kind of mirrors the kind of like the, how the glamour of blends has died down a bit in the last, you know, 20 yeah. years or so. Whereas there was that point in the, in the sort of 60s and 70s, because Mad Men is basically a show made about the 60s and 70s. And that yeah. was when they were glamorous blends. And it, it occurred to me that, that you know, TV uh, media is really reflecting how the world is sort of feels about or how drinkers feel about or how we're marketed to like the, the sort of marketed, marketed to, to, yeah, to the glamour of these things. So <clears throat> it'd be really good to know from anyone that's listening, any other appearances of Kai Sark in like famous songs or famous TV or, or, or movies. So we've got Raging Bull, Goodfellas, Taxi Driver, Wow, Green Bank, Mad Men, Sex and the Sea. <laughs> Sex and the Sea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just tape us yeah. off. <laughs> That's so where I, found it it, I, I did find it really interesting, um, especially the whole cutting water reference, which is from um, yeah, uh, Goodfellas, right? Yeah, Pesci. 
Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci. I think that's, you know, when Kevin throws something down, it wasn't, I always thought it was paint, but if you look closely, there's a bottle of cutty sack between the two paintings. Oh, right. Smashes okay. him in the face. You're making that up now, aren't you? <laughs> I'm oh, making that up, mind. yeah. <laughs> He's actually like, oh, is oh, it? Is I'm going to go and look at that afterwards. <laughs> YouTube rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, anyway, top night out. Anything else you want to share from the night out? Uh, I'm trying to think if there was. Who do we bump into? <laughs> Once again, not really knowing... Um, who I'm talking to half the time when they're quite important people. Oh, not I wouldn't say important, but well known. And um, yeah, got in the lobby of the hotel, the lobby. Lobby. I was chatting to a lad from um, Sweden. Sweden. And, uh, wait, whilst we were waiting for someone to get ready, uh, I won't say who. That's me, probably. Um, <laughs> it yeah. was you. Yes, no. it was definitely you. And. Uh, yeah, he was like, oh, yeah, I'm from Sweden. I was like, oh, yeah, nice. And he's like, what do you do? Podcast, blah, yeah, blah, like, blah, blah, blah. Podcast. And then, yeah, towards the end of the night, Ian Allen sort of grabbed me and was like, oh, have you, um, have you met? Okay, I could try and remember the guy his name. This malt, is malt, really bad. Malt, uh, the Malt Review book. The Malt, yeah, the malt Review book. book, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Who's like absolute Legends. class, like well-known. Yeah. 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 But that, and I'd been chatting to him for ages and just had no But that no only really goes to highlight that we're just a couple of punters that make a podcast. So, you know, you stick us in an event like that, we're not going to know everybody. <laughs> so that was literally what no. was going on. We were just like, oh, okay, yeah, nice to meet you. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, I had a top night. So th- I just want to say thank you to, uh, to um, Cutty Sark team for inviting us. So, uh, we really yeah. appreciate it. We had a lot of fun. And we do... Ingvar Rond. Sorry, just remember his name. Ingvar. Ingvar. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Ingber. He was a nice but guy. Yeah, you were yeah. lovely. He was really, really nice. And it's like, yeah, how the hell do you speak to like whiskey royalty to an extent and just yeah, clueless? <laughs> <laughs> but no, I had a top night. So I think for me the, the, this week, that's um, that's all. Yeah, uh, nothing else. So obviously follow along on all the usual socials at Honest or Malt. And if you want to just follow Duncan alone, I don't know why you would, but it's at Whiskey Tip. And likewise for myself, it's at Whiskey mm. Wings. And uh, yeah, we are again slowly migrating everyone over to Blue Sky. That community is growing nicely. So if, uh, if anyone from Blue Sky happens to pick up on this at any point, build in something like TweetDeck and everyone will come mm. running to you. Um, that's all I'm going to say. Uh, so yeah, thanks for listening and we'll catch you on the next one. Bye bye bye. <laughs>